the greatest artifact of Thassalon's age lies broken and its pieces scattered throughout Verigia. First Emperor Zin's Sahedrin would prove a powerful boon to any who could wield it. Blood has been spilt as agents of Magnamar's Pathfinder Lodge have fallen in the quest to reunite the shards. However, the quest must continue. The people of Verigia must have a defense against the rising rune lords and ancient evils. The shards cannot remain held by villains and put to nefarious purpose. The Yorkton Gamer Guild, in association with RPGMP3.com presents Shattered Star Reforged. Brodus? I'm not sure. Not sure what you were saying there, dear, but we have uh, started the recording. <laughs> Boobies! <laughs> uh, I might be a little brain dead today. Mm. You've just been all sorts I've of I've been in a funk. This, this four-week funk of coughs and sneezes and slime in my throat. It's... Ugh. Well, if it's four weeks, you probably only have about three weeks of it left then. Mm. Have you considered trying not being sick? I've uh, recommended that to her. But I, had, I had a nurse practitioner tell me whiskey was all I need. Mm. <laughs> you see, whiskey, a little bit of honey, and some warm water. It's homemade cough syrup. That's yeah, what my I dad used hot to do. You know they actually sell cough syrup in stores, right? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a whiskey person, so. <laughs> uh, my darling, wonderful husband got me NyQuil and DayQuil and, and Buckley syrup and no, stuff. Not Buckley syrup. You haven't had Buckley syrup yet. Oh, what, wasn't <laughs> that the first cough syrup I had? Uh, that was Robitussin or something, Benadryl? Something like that. Mm. Just some regular cough syrup. Yeah. You, you would know if I had got you Buckley's. <laughs> you should get, yeah, you should get Buckley's. That stuff works, man. It does. It does work. I, I was on the Buckley's pills for a bit, but it didn't, it hardly made a dent in how I was feeling. Well, because you I probably feel can't like taste to get the, the full experience. Yeah, I feel like to get the full experience, you actually have to taste the liquid. Yeah. Mm. You'll, you'll will yourself to be healthy so you can stop taking it. See, I'm one of those weird freaks. I actually like the way Buckley's tastes. I actually don't mind it, but it's, it's, it's I, certainly I do love bracing. the face that people make. Well, have you ever had Jägermeister? Yeah. I it tastes very similar to Jägermeister, to me. Yeah, See, I'm not a fan of Jägermeister necessarily. I actually enjoy the flavor of Jägermeister, so I don't dislike Buckley's. It's like a shot of Jäger that doesn't make you feel quite as happy or warm inside. So I never liked Jaeger that much, but I love chartreuse. That sounds like some that. that sounds like a word that a woman would come up with for a color. You'd be like, that's like a lightish green, and they're like, no, that's chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm not that uppity about my colors. Uh, I don't know. We'll You're see. an artist. If, if you're not getting better, maybe we'll get you Buckley's to have the real th stuff. <laughs> Lock and she, knows, 
you know not what you sign up for. <laughs> but but you know, I'm, I'm armed with lozenges, so I should be okay. So, when we last left off, the party had reached a treaty with the high cleric of Grotus, Candemarius, the, the, the mummy uh, warrior shaman. And the, the, the agreement seemed to be that uh, the keys would be handed over to him and he would act as one of the clerics in the Windsong Abbey and he would keep the Doomsday Door closed until Judgment Day. And then he said something about they you guys. If we could trust him. They asked if we could trust him. I said, myself, I trust him to the end of the earth. <laughs> you mean uh, the end of Galarian, right? Sure, whatever you want to call this earth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. I see what you did there, Curtis. <laughs> As I said, I might be a little slow today. It's okay. Um, and yes, and then he dubbed you the new champions of the god of the end times. And, um, yeah, and he's chilling now. I, I admit, that was a kind of worrisome encounter. I thought we were going to screw up. And he was going to, like, blow up and have, like, the mummy three down on us or something. Well, we, we could turn back and kill him now that he's, he's uh, dusted the rest of the mummies, but uh, I thought nah. we were being good, good on now, so. I'd rather not rock the that boat, to like be honest. So yes, uh, the party has um, to the east of the party was where there have been a small crowd of mummies that have now turned to just piles of dust and old bandages. And further unexplored sections of this dungeon level. We loot the mummy dust. Very good. Fortitude save against Snorted. disease. <laughs> What's that? Fortitude save against disease. That seems like a thing. That's why uh, you nope. got a snort. I'm totally sick, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for- fortunately, mummy rot does not appear to happen after the mummies have been dusted. Unfortunately, uh, these mummies appear to have um, sacrificed all their personal belongings and in their previous life. Oh, what a bunch of selfish jerks or selfless jerks. One or the other. All I know for certain is they're jerks. Meatless mummies, the worst kind. <laughs> Where's the fortitude again? I think you don't have to. I... Don't see any kind of a map. Oh, uh, just one moment. Huzzah? Yes. There we are. Our attractive and uh, fourth white wrist party. uh. Oh, yes. We will see into the other room there. Some Four sarcophagi, each decorated with a carving of a skull-faced moon, sit in the corners of this large square crypt. A central pillar supports the ceiling above. Mm. Uh, the, the sarcophagus have been somewhat opened and can see be seen to be empty on the inside now. Mm. Can Alex appraise the sarcophagi? She certainly can. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Better get her character sheet up. Magic cube set two. Uh, appraise. Ah, uh, they're probably not worth the effort of actually packaging them and transporting them. <sighs> they're not like made Is of there... gold or anything, unfortunately. Are there cushions we can slit to see if they had gems in them or anything? <laughs> it seems unlike the pharaohs, uh, this was purely done for um, uh, preservation purposes and not to gift wealth to the afterlife. They were humble in life, and they will be humble in the afterlife. <laughs> because after all, what use is wealth when the world's ending? They didn't invest in their retirement. Oh, sorry, sorry. There are bottle caps. Bottle oh. caps? Yes. <laughs> lots and lots oh, of bottle caps. Are, are we... Fallout? What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, the other guys get it. it oh. the end of the world, so Fallout. So if they kept money, they would have kept bottle caps. Mm. Shoot up a, rat, a couple rat and then... Uh... Guests depart towards that northern doorway? Uh, yeah, the hallway uh, continues on. What was that story? How many bottle caps? There was one guy who paid a pre order for. Yeah, he paid for his. For oh, bottle caps. How many bottle caps was it? All right. Uh, Gorham can see another, another similar. 2,200. <laughs> nice. That's a lot of pop. Or, I guess, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Pop, beer. Yeah. I guess it depends what they accept as bottle caps. Anyway, Gorham can see another similar room with the four um, uh, moon-carved sarcophagi that have been opened, a central pillar. The hallway continues forward, and Gorham can see uh, faint... Um, Pulses of a cold blue light uh, coming from further down the hallway. Mm. Hmm. All right, make sure I got my falchion at the ready. There, mummy's moved around here, so there's my uh, life trigger, sure. Okay. In um, a place with undead, are you certain that's wise? Well, I hear nothing bad happens to me if I do it, and it's a higher plus than my acidic one. Is I assume since mummies were walking around in here, we probably don't have to bother checking the floor for traps in this section, at least. Um, well, uh, Alex does have her trap spotter always active. Uh, oh, okay. So you always get at least an emergency one, but she can give a check. Uh... And she's pretty confident she doesn't see any traps. Mm. Uh, I will move forward into the next chamber. I'm a little worried about that line there at the transition spot, but uh, I'll try and move into it. Yeah, no. The, uh, some, sometimes I <laughs> don't pay too much attention into the lines. Sometimes the grids are not perfect, and I cannot um, <laughs> properly sync them up. A hidden doorway? What? 
Arrow can act as uh, Gorham's backup since she too is a heavy hitter. Yeah, you guys can make your marching order. You're also our quickest person. This is true. I could probably outrun a a carriage, probably. Hmm. What what's a herd of horses called? Sorry. <laughs> uh, a herd of horses. Like a herd. Well, I think I it's a herd. Or are you talking about like a team Maybe. of horses that you? Se- several a, horses. <laughs> nah, don't don't worry about it. So could we attach a wagon to to Arrow and widen <laughs> it as she runs across to Magnamar? That, that would depend on her carrying capacity. She'd have to have the strength to pull. I'd have to be able to pull. I mean, I get out well, and horse. doesn't mean I'm as strong as one. Mm. Well, you need to be a dwarf. Then, then you don't have a limit to your carrying capacity. Unfortunately, the Chawanti don't uh, commonly crossbreed, so I'm assuming anyway. Every dwarf would be pretty attractive. <laughs> Idea for next character. <laughs> Though they don't, Pathfinder doesn't allow half dwarves, do they? It's not a standard race now. Hmm. Never quite understood that. Shall we move up and look at the left passageway since we're going to pass that first? Yeah, if you want to check out the left, sure. Uh, it again appears to be another um, uh, crypt room. You would have faced 12 additional mummies if he hadn't dusted them. Wow. <laughs> that guy did some work. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe we should recruit him into the party. He's clerk and all that. That decent necromancer. You might have to do some significantly bare diplomacy checks to get him to follow you guys. <laughs> he was Who's got leadership as a feat? <laughs> the dead guy. Yes, uh, he he was he was okay with 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 being the caretaker of the keys and stuff, but um, yeah, need a bit more diplomacy to convince him to leave the abbey. Intimidate. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that would be wise. <laughs> yes, looking to this Gorm with his dark vision and the the general low light vision of most of the party with light source is able to see again four open sarcophagi with a central pillar in the room and uh, a hallway extending uh, further up. What do you think, guys? The room to the left or the hallway up? Well, since we're facing that way, we might as well go left. Yeah, might as well. You're heading left, then? Yeah. Right. Move the party along. Singing our song. Oops, I shouldn't need it. All day long. Hell goat. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. To the north. The... An avalanche kills us. <laughs> uh, a section of tunnel has partially collapsed, leaving a two-foot-tall <coughs> crawlway in its place. Hmm. Oh, it is Rock's fault. Everyone dies. You have to excuse me here, because I'm, I'm doing the reading backwards. It's a little different. <laughs> Does anybody I feel like... Go around the other way? I think so. That's, I think that's, that's just what they wanted us to do. Okay, let's be extra careful, though. Does this look recently collapsed, or... Uh... Uh, let's see here. Like they might have collapsed us to force us the other way? Uh, perception checks. And I'll assume Alex will make one as you guys prompt her to. Oh, yeah. I should have my character sheet up. I think he adds more space by changes. Ah, your wisdom is so awesome. Ah. Uh, okay. So, Alex. 41 for Arrow. Wow. And Arrow. All right, we'll take a look. And it does look relatively recent. Um, it doesn't show any of the signs of long-resting dust or cobwebs or other signs of vermin, so it'd be relatively recent. Furthermore, uh, looking at some of the rubble, shows that some of the blocks of stone have damaged but faint etchings of runes. Hmm. So maybe we should stop short of the passageway going up and uh, actually... Start checking actively for traps. Could Alex Maybe. read the runes? Or? Uh, yeah, hmm. I, I think these are the kind of runes that we've seen the other magical traps in the area. Hmm. This might have been one that was set off, or maybe he wasn't able to finish it or something. Hmm. Oh, other corridor it is, then. All right. Um, with his knowledge in hand, Alex gives a check. And confirms that this hallway is not trapped. You continue walking down it. And... Just revealing a couple of things. Alright. The rough walls of this ancient chamber are decorated with luminous designs that create a, a lattice of spirals with lunar symbols and tiny skulls decorating the ceiling. One set of designs on the face of the room's central pillar is larger than the others and seems to be lines of runes. Uh, for those that read Thassalon, Thessalonian, the. uh the phrase carved um, the, fra the phrase carved in the central pillar in the runes reads present a key to the end times and utter the Groton invocation favoring the dead and be counted as acolytes of the harbinger of last days and we don't have keys anymore 
And uh, you can also make uh, knowledge religion checks if you wish. That's one of the ones I don't have. That is also... Yeah, unless I can make it untrained, then no. Uh, not significantly. No. And uh, unfortunately, it seems the party is not able to uh, determine uh, much of uh, religious insight. Because we're all heathens. Seize <laughs> your $20, you're all pink to bob. So is there is there anything else the party's doing while investigating the central pillar then, or um, keeping an eye out for intact? So. So, so, sorry, one at a time. What was that, Curtis? I was making a joke. Okay. So go with Thor. <laughs> Thing. Uh, I was just saying, keeping an eye out for attacks, just because Gorm's paranoid. But you know. Um. All right. Uh, can I ask you to position yourself kind of around the pillar as you'd be investigating it? I'm sure. It's that central one, right? Yeah. Well, I guess that's the only one. A room with just one pillar. Um, after a little bit of time has passed and you're looking over and deciding if there's anything you can do to make it work without the keys, uh, the walls of the room flash with a cold blue light that almost awakens some sort of animal fear inside you. And party can make will saves against the fear effect. I feel afraid of animals. Ooh! Which is bad since you're a summoner. That is a save. Does uh, my pet need to make a save as well? Yes. He's still close enough. Uh, we'll save of 22 oh, for enough. arrow. Okay, just waiting on Gorm. I win at saves. I win at saves. 23 for Gorm. Yes. Um, the Eidolon is going to be shaken for the next few minutes. The rest of the party is like, we kind of faced a god in the other room. This is not the worst. However, I was afraid of blue flashy lights for about a half second. Then I realized the cops can't find me here. This is Pathfinder. (laughs) (laughs) I activate white privilege. (laughs) (laughs) However, at that point, my father is. Uh, from the walls, you realize some of the blue lights aren't disappearing. Oh, actually, no, that's right, they... Hmm. Oh, that's right. Blue lighty things. Well, then, they can't be shadows, they must be, um, will-o'-wisps? Or, no, they're not blue. Blue will-o'-wisps, very rare. <laughs> I thought wisps They've got blue, blue privilege. Sorry, uh, these things will get a surprise round, and that will cause them to appear, I believe. Ha! Huh, I was expecting to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're skulls. How cute. All right, just to set things up. There must be some groton thing, because he's a big 
glowy skull guy. Uh, so click on your token and roll your initiative, please. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Should I roll for my pet, or not considering that he is shaken? Oh, he's he's uh, shaken. That's just a status effect. He's not scared or shaken is a minor one. Shaken, but not stirred. Exactly. Uh, Where is initiative on this thing now? Front page. That's what I thought. I gotta fix my scroll wheel. Arrow was ready. With a score of 26. Uh, ability. Uh, oh, there it is, finally. 23.05. 32. That's not even fair. How did, how did Gorham travel? I don't know. I must have accidentally dragged him back. Okay. So everyone has their initiative. So, uh, these things basically... Uh, float out of the walls. Um, it's their surprise round, so their movement is their one action. So you're going to be there. You're going to be there, there. So the other four don't get attacks yet, but the two on the middle of the party will. What are these? So, what appear, and and they really appear to be mostly outlines of intense glowing light than actual completely physical forms, perhaps. The faintly glowing ball of light bobs gently in the air, the nebulous image of what might be a skull visible somewhere in its depths. It is surrounded by a nimbus of strange shifting runes. And if someone wants to make knowledge dungeoneering, they might be able to identify it. <laughs> Not with that roll. <laughs> it might be... Hey, I've actually got a tiny smattering of that. But I'll check. Assuming my sheep will cooperate with me. All right. Uh, Gorum is able to identify them as certainly they appear to be will o' wisps. Um, Alex mentions that they're probably Groton candles, uh, a variant of will o' wisps dedicated to Groton worship. And instead of electricity, they're known for using uh, uh, inflicting cold damage. All right, so but there's a bit of knowledge. They're they're aberrations. They're they're not actually incorporeal, but they do turn invisible very easily. Oh, good old mischances. Yep. So the one by Diane and Alex. Uh, one is Diane, two is Alex. One is Diane. Yay! So oh, that's a natural one. It'll miss. And then for uh, Arrow and Gorum, one is Arrow. Does a 22 hit Arrow's touch AC? Let me check. 
They're getting a plus 18 and against touch. <laughs> we find that under my core tab, right? On your defenses. Under your defenses tab. My AC is 35. Your touch, touch. is 26. Much less. Is 26, so she will still be able to dodge it. Because she's a monk. Makes and sense. I have a cloak of dispel, 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 placement. Ah, you, that's right. Pickable me. Very good. Um, that was their surprise round. Now starts the proper round. Uh, so we'll get the flanking attack on Alex, which is most definitely going to hit her touch. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure the the only one who's going to be really good at dodging these is going to be Arrow. Yeah, I rely too much on heavy armor. <laughs> I rely too much on flying so that I'm out of range of things to hit me. And these things fly. I need armor when you can just move. (laughs) I'm sure they can't penetrate Admentium. Well, Admentium. Oh, they can penetrate all kinds of things. Admentium can pierce Admentium. Alex takes 14 damage there. Mm. Uh, This one... We'll shift slightly that way, and we'll have that attack on Diane, which is definitely going to hit for 12 cold damage. Unless they roll a 1, they hit. Yeah. <laughs> My touch AC is 11. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, what's what's Gorb's touch? I think, again, Arrow is probably the only one who has a chance of dodging uh, VCs with, with a touch. It looks like 14. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, uh, 12, 12 points of cold. Unless they fumble, yeah. And and um, and then they disappear. Sneak attack. They're getting ready to sneak attack us. Uh, the the one uh, again has to choose between Diane and uh, Alex. Goes for Diane. It rolls a one again. <laughs> Diane is very wary. Uh, the one between uh, Aaron Gorham is going for Gorham this time. You dare attack the champion of the end times. How dare you. Hits Gorham. That's for ten points of cold. And I probably don't get my... Uh... Uh, I'm I'm afraid not. And disappears. That's more damage than I took in the boss fight. Uh, the one against Arrow will hit this time. Do mm. level points of cold damage. It disappears. So is that eleven health points for me? And the one on Anug Unrama probably hits with a 23. Oh, yes. For seven points of cold there. That's bad. <laughs> Arrow. Can I ready a flurry? Um, 
how many key do you you don't have a whole lot of key uh you you can do your uh key attack where you don't technically have to see them this is true remind me what the red bar is it's kind of been a minute that's your perfect strike the one that's really hard to do on the macros right it lets you roll three d20s and take the best one for your attack okay so they could either be gone or just invisible so uh, I have enough. Alex will have mentioned that Will-O-Wisps are known for natural invisibility. So I have enough key for one more attack. After that, I'm blind. Right. Well, th- th- then you'll have to start pinpointing where they are or figure a way to nullify their invisibility. Right. But yes. Are these things... Vulnerable to physical attacks. Yes. Okay. Despite their appearance, they are not actually incorporeal. Alright. Yay. So I'm going to fire up my key. Not, not the key flurry. That's the one for damage. You're just spending the key points so you can actually hit them. Yep. Alright. One, one really good hit. Uh, so, uh, where... Would you like to start directing, using your natural knowledge of, of where they are, where would you like to start directing your attacks? As I recall, there was one near the pillar in front of Gorham. Yep. I also recall one behind me. Mm-hmm. And one just in front of the spirit goat. Yep. Those are definitely uh, targets you can choose. Which ones would you like to start attacking? The one in front of Gorum and the one in front of the goat. Okay. So starting with always the one... trying to steal my always trying to steal my potential targets. Well, you and I are supposed to be racial rivals anyway, so I like to get your <laughs> goat. Uh, uh. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded, you do have that mischance, don't you? Is it 20% for the cloak? Uh, oh, get, get that damage back. It would have missed you with that cloak of displacement. Need to keep remembering that. Anyway, so your first attack on, on the one by Gorum is a 31, which will hit. Minus 21, because point blank. And the next one is a crit which will confirm so that'll be that's a chunk of damage that's a lot of damage pop goes the curtain candle uh pretty much that'll be enough there there's there's a slight pop on the floor beside gorham and the fit and the faint glowing outline of it on the floor i'd hope they couldn't take much more damage with that on top of being invisible uh, and then you're starting against the one uh, by the Eidolon. Yes. Unfortunately, those next attacks miss. As a 22, 20, and 12 will miss. I don't accidentally hit the Eidolon, right? No. Okay. Never. Anung Omrama. How tall is the room that we are in? I think it's about uh, 20 feet high. Anungunrama flies 20 feet up. 
All right. Uh, as he flies up, uh, one of them appears as it takes its attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And, well, hit, because it didn't roll a one. For seven points of cold. Okay. So yeah, so continuing your your movement then, or your turn. Yep. So I move 20 feet up, mm -hmm. and uh, he readies an action that if that thing should follow him, is going to get bit. Very good. Uh, Alex is going to... Let's see, change up the time here. Uh, is going to activate her luck. And uh, probably cast haste on the party if she still has it. She still has a spell slot of that. Third level. Yeah. Uh, Alex casts haste on the party. And uh, draws her rapier, I think. And uh, yeah, it's basically just kind of five foot uh, step for now. And uh, stand back to back with Gorm. Uh, Diane? Um, I am going to triple shot the one I can see. Very good. Nice. So, is that crit? Oh. That crit damage doesn't seem to be correct. There doesn't seem to be any damage on here. Do I have to select my character first, maybe? Uh, no. Um, I'm not sure. Well, you might just have to roll your damage dice then here. Okay. But the attacks seem to be... Um, okay. The, uh, the, the first two attacks will miss, unfortunately. The damage dice equations are all gone. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. I, I still need to get into your character sheet and figure things out. How hard did you get hit? <laughs> uh, but the, Apparently quite hard. Okay, so does the first attack hit? The 23 and the 25 do not hit. The 40 okay. will hit with a crit threat and confirm the crit. Okay. For 21 damage. Very good. And let's see. I think the 27 will hit because there'll be point-blank shot plus the haste bonus. So the 27, right. 27 will become a 29, and that will hit. For a further 6 damage. Very good. So what's the bleed situation then here? Currently taking two... uh, It should be plus 1 bleed damage per hit. So 2 bleed damage around right now? Yes. Okay, very good. It's, it's a solid shot to it. Um, yeah. Uh, Gorum. Oh, do I close my eyes and try and smell one out or just ready an attack for if one appears near me? Uh, well, it looks like they have to, uh, appear to attack from their attack earlier and their attack on, on a run. So I will Snoop. hold, hold and, uh, ready to 
smacky smacky one if it uh, comes near me or appears near me you, you do have one on the ground level there if you want to cut one oh. off oh yeah I guess I could five step over um, I mean you, you can do I, I, just want, I just want to mention but because this is a no. battle where you guys might not always be able to see a target yeah no that's a good uh, good point I was, I was thinking of Alex being uh, back next to me but so five foot do I get full attack then or yeah or is it out of range being up fighting on uh no no it did an attack of opportunity but it's still on ground level right now all right let's see oh wow slushy 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 um the first one unfortunately that does not confirm the crit as you roll a natural one on the confirmation uh but we'll hit doing 30 points of damage a uh, considerable uh, 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 blow to it the haste attack will hit as well for 28 points and, and confirm oh yeah so that is confirmed uh, that that one will give you your bonus hit points as as it will fall and, and, and shrivel up into just a puff of um, effervescent vapor Bizarre. Round gets a kill. Round two. Uh, Anang Umrama will get an attack of opportunity as one of them appears on the same level as him. Uh, unfortunately, I believe he will miss because even if he is getting bonuses, the shaken would cancel them out. Mm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And it will hit him for eight cold damage. Uh, one will appear. Uh, here in front of Alex briefly to attack before disappearing again it rolls a 1 for things that need to roll 1's to miss you guys you get pretty lucky um, and then let's see here alright uh, one briefly appears uh, here to the uh right of arrow and attacks <coughs> and will hit with a 36 <coughs> I'm not if you revealed more than one I'm only seeing one on the building. oh oh sorry yeah, sorry I keep forgetting I'm on the GM layer um, one appeared here in front of Alex briefly and one appeared here in front okay. of arrow briefly okay um, and then they're disappearing after their attack uh, it appears in front of arrow but once again is fooled by the wispy illusion of the cloak and misses her. <laughs> nice. And then one appears uh, uh, to the north of Diane there. Yep. And is going to hit for six points of cold damage before it disappears. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, the, the one in front of uh, Rama is visible still 
uh, but is the, the same air, air level as him, which is right by the ceiling. So it's 15 feet up or so. Yep. Uh, arrow. I'm going to shoot something. Since I'm out of key... I think you have one to... point. Well. But yes. I have to spend three points in order to perform an attack, right? In order to hit things you cannot see. There is one visible. There is one visible. There is one visible. I am going to do a basic attack on the one wisp I can see. You, you can still do a flurry. You, you, yeah, because you can see it. Okay. So, uh, Did the I first, kill it? <laughs> the first attack is going to miss. The haste attack, however, is going to hit on a 41. Um, it will, it will just hit again because you're within 30 feet and you have the haste, so that'll be a 29. So that is going to crit and do a lot of damage. Uh, 65 damage, I believe. Uh, attack number two will hit and that will finish it off. It plops out of the sky, hits the ground, and again just poofs into this effervescent mist in a small little tornado. That's why we call it the Reign of Death. <laughs> uh, Anang and Rama. <sighs> Don't have invisibility purge, do you? No. So the only one that I know where it is is over here. So he can he charge that location? Um, he can certainly attack that spot if it's still there. He's oh, going to try and I do see. that. Uh, can you just move uh, it back five feet just because that is where it still is? Okay. Uh, and he, he, you can make an attack. Uh, that will include your charge bonuses. So that is a potential hit. Uh, would you roll a, a 50% mischance? Get above a 50 because it is invisible. Oh. Uh, but but there is that brief flash of cold that tells Anung that it is still there. Cool. Uh, Alex, likewise, uh, believes she has an idea where this one is. Is going to use her um, uh, feet, ar arcane attack, whatever it is, and is going to do an attack with her rapier. And rolls very badly. <laughs> Diane Diane is reloading very good does that provoke what a great question I'm really glad you asked me that question like honestly I feel <laughs> sincerely heartwarmed that you asked me that question and I'll ask Google okay. provocative crossbowing so did Alex just accidentally whack the pillar then uh, no, it, it pretty much looks like Alex is attacking air. Mm. With no visible result. Oh. Poor arrow. I'm kind of tempted to make more tea. <laughs> tea is fine. I want tea. Do you want to refill also? Yes, yes, please. Okay. I am ref. I cert. <laughs> Thank you, dear.
because I mean, to be perfectly honest, it almost would be good to reveal it so that Gorm has something to attack. <laughs> yeah. Changing the clip and a reloading crossbow does provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay. So it will reveal itself. And it will get a success. So, um, actually, hold on. Yep. It is a move action to do so, however. So I'm going to expend the last bolt in my crossbow and fire one shot at where I'm pretty sure it is. Then okay. reload. Very good. So... Um, be 20 plus 21 because it's within 30 feet. 37 will hit, assuming. Now, actually, here, here's a thing. Nope. It, it, it will hit because your range attack will still provoke. Kind of. Oh, cool. It's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. But we'll let you hit. Uh, but it'll, it'll, it'll hit cool. you as well for the six points. Uh, so roll, That's fine. Roll your damage. D10 plus two. Seven damage. And one bleed. Seven damages. And then I take, and then uh, I re- use, using my move action, I reload the crossbow. Very good. Gorham's turn. Oh, you know what? I had you roll for initiative, and then I never actually bothered to arrange you guys in initiative order. Ah. <laughs> I was wondering why the 23 was going last. I just, <laughs> in, in fairness, I'm it, it, doesn't matter a, it doesn't matter a whole lot because they outspeed all of you. <laughs> so it's really just enemy turn, party turn, but yeah. I'm, I'm so used to Gorham going last, I didn't even question that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually the finisher. Uh, I can't really close on that one because that's up in the air anyways. Uh, Which one? No, no, that one's They on should the all ground. be at ground level right now, Gorm. Oh. Uh, Arrow took rid of the... Arrow took care of the airborne one. So, can I move up there and do a single attack on that guy then? Uh, yes. However, you will provoke an attack of opportunity along the way. Uh, of course. How much cold damage do I take? Several. Several cold damage. Ten. Ten cold damage. As uh, uh, this one is revealed. Oh, one of them's getting an attack. Uh, oh, shoot. Do I not have the single attacks? I thought I made that for you. You probably did. I just probably didn't drag it onto the quick bar. Actually, go back to the attacks. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's weird. I gotta figure out why my uh, scroll wheel does this on the this mouse all the time. Hmm. Scroll wheels are tricky things. Yes. Uh, there we go. Single. Thank you, dear. All right. Uh, that is a. Uh, which one were you attacking? Um, I guess the one I was heading towards, since okay. it, uh... Uh, you, you will, uh, uh, damage it. Uh, you will not get the sneak attack on, so, but you, you will hit it with a 38 to attack, and you will do 39 points of damage. 
That's better than nothing, I guess. Round three. All right. Uh, once again, the one uh, Alex seems to be fighting, <laughs> attempting to fight, uh, appears, attacks her, and disappears. Uh, succeeds in damaging her for 16 points of damage. And it doesn't appear to be moving a whole lot. Still, from that direction, it briefly appears. Uh, these other ones here, let's see. Uh, you notice something. Uh, the, the one that has been attacked appears to be... Um, you, you can almost see effervescent mist coming off of Anon and Rama and joining and, and slowly rebuilding it. Raining his life. Um, Anon and Rama doesn't seem weaker, but he, he definitely seems still scared and shaken. Uh, it's feeding off his fear. Swallow your fear. Hide it. Other encouraging phrases. All right. Uh, so, Rama is one, Gorm is two, Diane is three. Going for the Eidolon. They're fear vampires. Hits. And Rama takes seven points of cold. And the other one, we have Arrow is one, Gorm is two, Diane is three. Uh, we'll attack Gorm. Will hit and use fifteen points of cold damage to Gorum. Ouch! Ow! I actually felt that one. And they both disappear. Ugh! Their stench doesn't disappear. Hmm. Okay. Arrow. Okay. <laughs> Arrow is going to take a five-foot step forward and encourage um, Alex to uh, join the group, or at least join her. Okay. Um, anything else? I'm going to try... I'm going to try punching it. Murder death kill. Actually, could could I get a perception check from Rama, Gorum, and Diane, please? I will perceive the hell out of everything. Hey. I'm just perceptive okay. to Nidalon. Very, very good, very good. Um, so, so, yes, what were you, uh, you want to punch? Where exactly? I think I remember saying a wisp here. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can do your full unarmed strike attack if you wish. I think I did that for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, none of your attacks seem to strike in any fashion that would lead you to believe you hit it. Fair enough. <coughs> and an unrama. <coughs> I apologize. I think Rama is. He is once again going to try to do a full attack action on this square. All right. 
I'll, I'll just stop you there because um, it's, it's a good hit. But that first hit leads you to believe that the square is empty. <laughs> or at least that particular Lame. spot you were attacking. <laughs> okay. Uh, then he is going to fly 20 feet up. All right. That provokes. Yep. Ten points of cold, and it is revealed to have shifted over here. What a jerk. And blur you down that corridor. <coughs> it's obviously a death trap. All right. Alex? Um... It's Couldn't okay. Gorm go before Alex? We've been using this initiative. If you want, it's 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 party turn. It's up to you. Like technically, we could fix it easily enough by saying well, Gorm that, held his first action till ten. Yeah. Well, then that, that's exactly. If you guys want to fix it, it's uh, it's up to you. I I, I admit I, I messed up, but considering there's only one other initiative, there's not a huge discrepancy in this case. Um, especially since it was before the party, anyway. Um, it gives me more of a chance to see things appear as they get attacked or attack. It's true. It's true. Um, Alex is still doing all right, so she's going to attempt uh, a better attack with her rapier in front of her. And is actually going to uh, score a fairly solid hit there. Actually, did I turn, did I turn her book to... I don't think I did. Ah, I forgot to turn her luck on. That's important. <laughs> uh, so that should be plus three to hit, plus six to damage. Okay. Is that right? Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that will actually be a series of hits that will do some decent damage. That'll actually be a 14 from the first hit. And then the crit will be 19 plus 12, 31. There, there are little wisps of effervescent from where Alex hit, and sh uh, she'll five foot step back towards zero. Diane. Well, I've got a fresh clip, and that one has appeared, so I'm going to take a full attack action against the one that's appeared. All right. So as we discovered, that isn't working, so I'm going to do it manually. Okay. <sighs> well, the Wisp's doing more damage to the party than the god. <laughs> I think I actually got... Any damage during that whole boss fight. Amazingly. The, the dice was pretty good to the party. Uh, 37 hits. Natural 1 misses. 31 will hit. Okay. It should just be the 3 attacks, though. They are hasted. Yeah, that's where the 3rd attack is coming from. Okay. Or, no, a rapid shot would give me a 4th attack. You're correct. Yes. Last one's going to be at what? Uh, 11? I suppose. That one is. Uh, so two hits. That's including your point blank damage there. 
Oh, point blank is damage. Nope. Attack, attack and damage. Yep. Uh, so that's 12. So a total of 20 damage and two more bleed. 20 damage. Very good. It's, 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 it's very wispy. And uh, Gorum. Uh, <sighs> Anan Rama is, is 20 feet up. So that space in free and able to walk if, if you are willing to risk being under a um, ghost goat monster. Uh, I've been slimed before. Can I hit the will of whisper? Is it too far up in the? No, it it's still on the ground. It hasn't. Um, they haven't joined him in the sky. All right. Aki aki aki. I'm just going Sacky, to Sacky, move Sacky. him over there because he's flying, so he can be in the wall. <laughs> All right. Let's have an attack. Uh, yeah, yeah. You kill it. This thing. This thing was pretty beat up. Gorm strikes at it, and uh, none of those are actually crits, so unfortunately you don't get any temporary hit points out of it. But nonetheless, you you will do enough damage with your first two hits to dispel it. Round four. Uh, All right. One briefly appears here in between Diane and Arrow. And goes for Diane. And misses. Another natural one. Yay! Uh, Meanwhile, another one appears here in front of Alex. Briefly to attack. And will hit. For nine points of damage. And then disappears. Uh, arrow. I sense there's still a threat somewhere in this room. However, I cannot see it. <coughs> I mean, you can always ready your bow for when one appears in a, and, and shoot it. They are appearing when they're doing their attacks. They're just disappearing quickly afterwards that's true i'll uh i'll ready my bow there uh and rama he's gonna ready attack to charge the one in front of him if it when it appears next okay uh alex can he ready a charge uh a standard action charge yes cool then yeah he'll do that Charge from above. Uh, Alex is going to do uh, attacks. Admittedly, I'll have to mention I um, forgot to roll the mischance for Alex, and I should have done that last time. And unfortunately, the dice are not with her this round. Diane? Diane will ready her last arrow at the one there. When it next appears. Very good. Gorum. Uh, this is where it sucks to be a melee fighter with no visible targets. You can close your eyes and smell. Um. Yeah, I'm going to give that a shot. 
I'll try and sniff one out. All right. Give me perception check. You... Well, I guess I guess you just in close range. You just know, don't you? Yeah, I basically have scent capability at like five or ten feet or something like that. Yeah, if it's ten feet, um, you're basically you're pretty sure there's one in this space. All right, I will fly a foot and try and attack it. There's that weird ozone, cold, frosty <laughs> scent to it. Um, but yeah, you can do your attack. All right, so this one is still invisible, so you'll need to roll your fifty percent mischances, getting above fifty. So the first attack is a potential hit, and is confirmed. Uh, let me switch my thing here. So that's thirty-one there. The second, the haste attack with the thirty-one is a potential hit. Roll the mischance. That is also good. That's twenty-eight damage. And let's see, the 30 is a potential hit. And it will hit, and, and there is that brief, small poof of air and effervescence and coldness that might indicate that it's been dead. Uh, round five. The one in front of Alex appears to attack, and all hell is unleashed. Well, some hell is pushed <laughs> upon it. Uh, Arrow gets her uh, a single ranged attack. Maybe that's all she needs. That's this one, right? Yep. Hmm. Unfortunately, a 23 is going to miss. Boo! Uh, and then Diane gets her ranged attack. Which will hit. And damage. Uh, very good. And unfortunately, Anand Rama was running for the other one, and the pillar would prevent a charge in any case. Um, so yeah, so it appears it's going to do its attack on Alex. Hits because these things do that. Alex is looking a little frostbitten and it disappears. Mm. And um, blah blah blah. Rama! So is Alex the kind of frostbitten that she looks sunburnt? Or Sorry? Is it the kind of frostbitten that she looks sunburnt or she she looks pale with some frost and some very um flushed red spots oh yeah, look at how dark your green bar is uh rama is going to fly around to here still 20 feet up okay uh that's the move any use of the standard or readying um ready can I ready a standard charge if that one appears? Sure. We'll say yes. Okay. Mm. Uh, Alex. Alex is tired of the mischance, so so she's going to ready as well. Gorum. Ah, uh, shoot. Can I move ten feet and then hold for one attack? A single attack? 
and um, done here. Yeah. Uh, readying is a standard action. Okay. So if you have a standard left, you can use that. All right. All right. Round six, arrow. Mm. Would you like to ready again? I would like to ready again. Uh, Diane, reloading? Yep. I'm out of arrows. Reloading is a move action, though. Yep. So for a standard action, the next time one of those buggers shows up, I'm shooting it. Very good. And look what shows up. <laughs> uh, it's gonna die. So I think we have Rama with the first raid attack. So charge and bite. <laughs> yeah! I'm dumb. That's you made my goat angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, Rama comes down and rips it to shreds. And initiative is over. Good I reload my clips for my repeating crossbow. Very good. Ooh, that could have been worse. Rub some life back better. down to his limbs. Speaking of which, anybody remember how many channels I had left? Did I make a note of that last time, or am I done? I do not recall. Sorry. I recall you saying about making a note about it, but... Uh... <laughs> I recall complaining it wasn't as easy on this sheet. And it's not. I'm pretty sure I haven't used nine. You probably have about five left, maybe even six. Well, here's one of them. Nice. Everybody heal 28. Very nice roll. Should I use another? Alex could use another. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, sorry. I I have a potion to to save on energy. I I get so many of these per day. Everybody heal another 14. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's good for Alex. Thank you, Diane. My gratitude. I'm a summoner. Healing people is what we do. <laughs> All right, just because I forgot to, so there's a hallway heading that direction too, obviously. Um, all right, uh, the room goes quiet. the 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 walls dim, losing most of the um, luminosity to the runes on the wall. And you have a door to the north, a door to the east, and a hallway to the west. Loot the corpses! <laughs> there are they, no corpses. They kind of just disappear into, into earth and, and maybe some slightly glowing slime on the floor. Bottle the slime! We shall send it as a cure-all in the city! Very good. Exactly. Very good. The slime is bottled. Wait, we have bottles? Because the dead don't have to worry about disease. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Where would the party like to head next? Uh, Want to go door to the right and go around clockwise? Or kind of clockwise? Might I I yet again recommend that we need to take a, a break so I can have spells back and things? I could stand to restore my key. That's camping for, what, eight hours or something like that? Yeah. If the yeah. party wishes to return, they can. Well, 
more appropriately, teleporting us to the tower where we can sleep for eight hours, recover all of our resources, and then teleporting us back here. Well, sounds like no harm done. Can I do that thing I just said? Uh, let us Teleporting see. could spoil us, you know. <laughs> you guys are high level. I just it does have well, Honestly, speed. having teleport is just the bestest thing ever. Instantly distance is explained. You must have clear idea of location, which you would have done. Clear Okay, so you would have studied carefully the location you're planning to teleport to. Yeah, we studied this place before we leave so that you can That'd be the general idea, yes. Because this is this greater teleport or regular teleport? Teleport, teleport. Regular teleport. Okay. So... I, we're all... No. Yeah, teleport, teleport. Yeah, okay. Which is fourth level for you. Yeah. Alright, yeah. If, if you want to, to do that, um, do, do you want to make a particular point of um, studying an area down here, so to speak? Or are you just planning yeah. to use Dimension Door to get down again through the area? <laughs> I, I was point. going to study the room we're in right now. Very good. Alex should take a sketch. That's yeah, not bad. Uh, Alex, Alex will assist. It, it, it probably takes a fair amount of time because, you know, like, this is for teleport purposes. Um, so yeah. you, you take a good amount of time. Alex takes a search around. And um, when you're feeling confident, you uh, teleport um, uh, into... Here's the thing. I'm not sure if you're actually supposed to be able to teleport into that tower, but uh, you're at least teleport to an agreed-upon uh, area where you're able to... The, the courtyard in front of it. Cool. Yeah. Otherwise, the keys wouldn't be as, quite as big a deal to the tower. Yeah, it's, I, I can't I can't recall exactly what it is, but I, I I don't want to bog this down by looking up exactly what it is. But I thought I recalled something that makes it difficult to teleport in or out of that lighthouse. But nonetheless, you're able to get to the courtyard if you can roll a percentile and get a very broad range of success. And you only appear halfway this time. <laughs> Have you just killed us? Nope. Killed is such a strong word. High is the mishap area. Oh, okay. Oh, good. The, the, yes. <coughs> on target for studied carefully is 1 to 94. Oh. So oh, Curtis did good. Or Diane did good. Yeah. Your teleportation is on point. <laughs> we do what we must because we can. Alright, so you pop in, you give a little knock on the door, uh, Gain comes down and, ah, you have returned. Are you finished uh, expunging the Dungeon of Evils? I, I thought I felt some um, seismatic disturbance a bit earlier. Uh, that might have been the Polymorph oh, like God. Was that the Elder God or you think it was the mummy thing? Uh, pro- probably the giant clip-off God thing. Yeah. Oh, we're not quite done. Well, we need a nap. Ah, very good. Uh, shall I provide some uh, comforting screams of pain? 
Um, Knock yourself out. That could be the wake-up alarm if you wish. Very good. He, he, he nods. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll use a channel or two to top everyone off, just to be good. Uh, no one's taken any sort of stat damage or something like that, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but yes, he's he's um, basically taken over the the lighthouse. He's cleaned it up a bit. There, there's not the um, drawings of Desna with materials of dubious bodily origins uh, on the top windows now. <laughs> uh, no porn, darn. Hail Desna. <laughs> there, there is, however, a little table set aside with with what's probably like um, some sort of uh, cleaning or rubbing alcohol type thing, which appears to be a lot of like sharp scalpels and needles and and surgical type instruments laid out very carefully. Ah, uh, the slugging station. Just, just the man we want to be guarding us while we sleep. <laughs> just, just <laughs> off, off to the side. Well, on the plus side, it's self-inflicted and not towards others. So, right? Yeah. Hey, maybe when we go back, we can find them some nice mummification tools. I have done it upon others, but usually there's a mutual understanding, of course. Of course. <laughs> and a safe word. <laughs> that is very difficult when you are inserting uh, knifed flutes down one's vocal cords to make a most beautific sound. Safe gesture. Usually one trusts and waits until the ritual is over. <laughs> the fortunate thing, of course, is the Midnight Lord provides us with healing for when we provide uh, pain in an imprecise way that causes damage, then we are able to heal it and try again. Well, I'm going to lay down. Alex, are you going to join me? Yes, please. Okay. All right. Uh, so the party um, rests, um, recovers their spells um is 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 treated to um a slightly unfortunate wake-up call that that is him flensing himself with his spiked chain in the morning and and then very carefully uh, attending the wounds and um and yes worst roommate ever I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I Should I try that. something else for a wake-up call? It is very difficult to just practice upon oneself like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. It's good. You worship how you like. You do you. <laughs> I uh, held restraint in um, preparing my daily prayers uh, from Zon Cthulhu last night. If there is any needs or dangers, you can return here and I will do my best to aid you in recovering from them. Basically, he's kept his slots open in case he needs to prepare, remove blindness or lesser restoration or whatnot. (laughs) Lesser restore foot. We we appreciate the gesture. Alright. The party is healthy, spells restored, and... um, Grab some fresh sausages before we go downstairs. Sorry? Oh, fry up some fresh sausages before we go back downstairs. <laughs> yes. Not, uh, not clip off sausages, I hope. Of course not. No, they disappear. Right. All right, so... Um, 
I believe the standard operating procedure is Alex casts a lot of heroism on people. <laughs> yeah, I think that works. Sure. Uh, I think sh she casts it on the main party members and then you cast it on your Eidolon is how the spell sharing has been going. Okay. Just to spread out the spell slots just a little. Sure, that's fine. Okay. Uh, that's third level for me. Yeah. It's been one third level spell. Third level? See, we would find heroism on. Uh, scroll up. And. Yeah, so yeah, just leave it on. Okay. Because again, it lasts um, 130 minutes. <laughs> Alright. And otherwise, I think that's all the initial spells. Alex, well, mind you. How long does that last? Actually, I should start casting that too. Does that split Ooh. the duration, I wonder? Well, huh. what is it for the listeners? One of those mass ones? Uh, yeah. Do you want time to look it up while I go grab a glass of juice? Sure. Uh... <coughs> <coughs> no, that just affects multiple creatures. That's pretty good. Should, um... As I recall, we have a wand of mage armor, right? Yes. You have that, which Alex uses to go boing, and you get your mage armor on. Right. You just take another charge off. Which I th think you'll This be... works against incorporeal things. Yes. Did, did you hear what I said, Carter? Or... Yeah, you do you juice freak? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Is that okay? Yep. Cool. Sorry, I thought you were already gone. <laughs> I don't know where you have it. You might not have put on any on your sheet. I think we might have just discussed it. I'm pretty sure. There we go. So it should be 47 now. 47 now? Because uh, two were used yesterday. One on the Eidolon and one on Arrow. Now one on Arrow today. Would, uh, would Gorum benefit from that too? Alas, he would not. His armor is already None. very powerful and such. Not unless we run across ghosts. Um, but yeah, th this is another spell that I got for Alex that I really should be casting this on the party at the start of each day. A Masked Feather Step. Again, last 10 Ooh. minutes per level. For the duration of the spell, the subjects ignore adverse movement effects of difficult terrain. And can even take five foot steps in difficult terrain. Nice. Which, I mean, you don't run into it a lot, but for one third level spell slot, for everyone, that's pretty good. That is. Did we include the major armor here? Yeah, that, that's the major armor, yeah. Okay. Oh, the one thing, though, you'll want to take off the five natural because bark skin's worn off now. Unless, yeah. unless Curtis wants to cast that again. Which is an option, but not necessary. We'll ask when he's come back yep. with this juice. Yep. Speaking mm -hmm. of juice, I am really enjoying the, the orange juice. You like the orange juice? It helps. It, cut, it cuts the phlegm. 
I'm, I'm glad. Ah. I have so much phlegm. My throat is slimy. I, I, I feel you. Sometimes it leaks into my chest and it makes me cough. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the ugly expectorating in the morning because I still drip a little at night. I'm really impressed with those will-o'-the-wisps. Yeah, those are kind of nasty. I mean, they weren't extremely dangerous, but they put you on your toes and they did consistent damage. Yeah. Well, I mean, touch between touch attacks and going back invisible, that's mm-hmm. kind of a little ironic, obnoxious. A little ironic that the ambush room did less damage to us. Which was the ambush room you're thinking of? The the one where we encountered the 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 uh, clipoths and the and the god. Yeah, I, I, well, admittedly, your your guys' dice were on fire for that, and we did buff up pretty good. He did buff up pretty good, but it's you were still buffed up for this fight too, though. Just bark skin uh, yeah. doesn't help against touch. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those strange things that yeah, a, a group of six will the wisps is. Technically more effective against the party than all that big setup. Ah, clip off God. Bah. Will of the Wisp. Ah! <laughs> mm. ah. Okay. So let's see again. I'm keep going backwards here. Well, we, we, we are going backwards on you, so it's okay. So let's see, down there is mummies. Up here will be the embalming room or the. Uh, <laughs> what, what what comes early in a in a funeral offices or something that. Well, let's see, submission of the body. There's the there's a cleaning process. Then the prepping process, and then the. Um, embalming. Then, yeah, dressing and That's for open casket funerals, anyway. Though I'm thinking about this realm, not Pathfinder. Yeah, the mummies, mummies. You uh, got what? Organ extraction and wrapping station. <laughs> and... Yeah, oh, organ extraction, salt treatments. Sand treatments. Sand ants. The new, self, the new self-embalming kit. You know, I remember reading on that when I was in uh, school. How mummies are made. There's the, there's the cheap option where the peasants mummified their, their, um, their dead. And then there was the royal way of preserving the body. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you've got the Egyptian mummy stuff, which huge ritualization. Oh yes. And you get you've got the um, like a lot of the Aztec stuff, where uh, at least the Andean mummies are just mainly natural from the dry air and stuff. Um, and supposedly, some like Tibetan monks were able to, like, at the end of their life, just take in less and less fluid and stuff, so they they dried out a lot before right. they died. Um... They, they also slowly poisoned themselves as well. Yeah. Uh, they had some kind of um, toxic tea that they would drink every day, which would dehydrate their bodies and 
such. Which is kind of eerie, really. Yeah. Um. Though you gotta respect their dedication, though. Well, of course, the uh, mummy, mummy movie mummies are always, you know, somebody who has done while they're alive and not quite willing. Oh, yeah. The mummy franchise was nice. Yeah, I heard they're talking about rebooting that one again. Might do decently with it. I mean, it. I mean, the first mummy movie kind of stands on its own. See, I, yeah. I think my disappointment with that is they're choosing Tom Cruise to main, and I think like if you're going to reboot. You could have picked like a young actor, or or give someone new a chance to start the franchise with. Yeah, yeah. Like one of Isn't the Evans Brothers like fifty or something already, and well, that's what gets me now is that they they keep rebooting rather than just making sequels or you know continuing a franchise. It's like oh, let's start over again with the same stories, kind of a little yeah. different. Well, it's the it's... age of reboot, apparently. I mean, I well, it's one of those. It's. I can yeah, understand a bit cheaper. of reboot. Um, because if it's a really good series, people want to know what happened to the original characters, they, and they don't feel good about another acting actor taking over. It's um, it's 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 why people. It's disenchanting. It's why people want the actual yeah. actors for for the Star Wars series and all that. Yeah, but it's also one of those um. And I can definitely understand like a long franchise. Um, I don't necessarily think everything needs to be remade for every generation. No, I I like a lot no. of really old films. That's that's fair. The, thus, the the point of movies. <laughs> it's yeah. it's just it's like. Though I I do kind of see where they're coming from though. I mean, to to since CGI came such a long way. Since the the first mummy movie, they they can at least make the effects look more realistic. I guess it still it feels I mean, it still feels too soon. That's why I like some yeah. of the uh, older movies where they use practical effects because they didn't have an option of going digital on all this stuff. Mm. How long ago was the Mummy? By the way, is it was it ninety nine? The uh, Brendan Fraser one? Yeah. yeah. I want to say 99. Sounds about right. Mm. But in fairness, the Spider-Man yep. franchise just made any sort of reboots. Like, there was like a five, what, five-year gap for, for that reboot? Yeah. And now well, they're then, doing um, it again. Like Fantastic Four that they keep yeah, that's trying to do. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, 1999 well, I mean, it looks like. A lot of the comic book movies where they decide to like change things because they don't respect the original comic book material, so they want to, you know, look it up, which can really annoy fans of the original stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh. It, it does feel there, there's a bit too much safety in Hollywood. Though we, we've we've enjoyed one of the newer original franchises uh, uh, lately that's come through on the action side, the the John Wick series. Oh yeah, that's... Oh, was John Wick a reboot? Well, no, it was original. That's what oh, I'm saying. Right. It's, it's... Yeah, 
At least, at least there is some originality happening. Yeah. As long as you can get past the dog in the first John Wick movie, that's... Yeah. There's actually a website that, uh, it's like, does the dog die that will tell you whether or not a dog dies in the movie. So some people that are oh. squished about that won't have to watch it. Oh, that's fair. So yeah, I Chris do... won't watch it. Hmm. What, what did make up for the fact of a poor, innocent beagle puppy being killed is that John Wick avenged the puppy tenfold. Oh, yes. He avenged the crap out of the puppy. I mean, some might say it was an overreaction, but... I'm a, I'm a little um, worried about this uh, what Great Wall movie where apparently... Uh, yeah. yeah. White I, people go to the Great Wall of China to fight dragons or I, something. I, I That one just feels so weird because it's like... That is so not the reason the Great Wall was built. Right. Well, and I can understand, I mean, if especially if you, like, project it even older, it makes sense maybe to, you know, fantasize some stuff like that. But um, just like, you know, where they do uh, stuff for the pyramids with Stargate or whatever else. But um, Yeah, but you know what? That is far enough in the past we don't necessarily know. This was China. They documented their history very right. well. They were very proud um, of their history. Caucasians showing up in China to to, uh, help save the day is always a... uh, Yeah, that that was kind of a turn-off for me, too. It just doesn't look like a great movie. It looks really weird. That, too. But Lego Batman, I enjoyed. (laughs) (laughs) I only with one seat. Last time I checked, I only have one butt. Wouldn't mind seeing it. Enjoyed the Lego movie, but at the same time, not going out of my way to see it either. But I, I still haven't well, the, seen the um, Lego movie. Ah, uh, what? Well, and you on, haven't uh, seen it at all. No, I haven't. On I Netflix, there's a Lego Batman one that's the dawn of uh, the setting up the um, Justice League. Oh, <laughs> they're trying to recruit him into the Justice League, and he's like, "No, he fights on his own." And yeah, it's it's funny. I'm a broody loner. I'll have to make you watch the Lego movie. Anyway, uh, Curtis is back here. Uh, there was a brief uh, question about if you wanted to bark skin the party beforehand or save that for tougher opportunities. Let's see what it competes with. T-Drack. Alex is doing haste. Invisibility... Lesser restoration, dispel magic once per day. I can bark skin the party. Alright, it's up to you. It's a good buff, but not it. It's up to you. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm okay with I bark skin the whole party. Okay, so everyone can turn your bark skin back on or add your yeah. yeah. It's a good buff. All right. Should uh, Alex cast uh, Mage Armor on herself? Again, it it only works on those who don't wear armor. Mm -hmm. Though if you want to offer to cast it on the Eidolon, that would be effective. Would would Hellgoat like a buff? (laughs) Let us buff the goat. Uh, Alex waves the wand, and Mage Armor is activated for one hour on Rama. So plus four to his AC. Just take off another charge on 
The party is now high level. Daily preparation is a thing. All right. Let's see if I can teleport us back down to where we were. Okay. Roll a percentile. Oh, and uh, and the party will also have um, uh, mass feather step cast on them. Uh, this lasts, again, 130 minutes and basically lets the party ignore adverse movement effects of difficult terrain and can even take five-foot steps in difficult terrain. Nice! As that is a spell that Alex has that I remembered after looking at it. That's uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. It affects the whole party, one casting of a third-level spell. Yeah. Nice. And maybe it doesn't come up, but you know what? That's a pretty good third-level spell. Uh, and that's your percentile, so the party teleports back into the room. Unscathed. Check to make sure nothing's been moved in the room real quick. Uh, it doesn't appear so. The, the rooms are glowing a, a bit brighter on the walls again, like they were when you first entered the room. Uh-oh. Well, this might be recharging. Should we go for the door to our right before they pop out? Uh, I I can agree with that. I kind of want to check out what's to the left and to the up. Okay. Or you guys don't think so? Um. We could do left and up. I assume that's more the way out. Oh, see, I was assuming the door was more the way out because door. Oh, I was just assuming since the, you had two passages, one that's blocked off, that the main entrance is up above there, and these would just be chambers of some sort. Hmm. In fairness, the party's knowledge of the above floor, um, as, as they were able to look down, there are no stairs on the eastern side of the dungeon that would lead down here. Aha! Okay. Well then, yeah, let's check out the door first. All right. right hand door. Are we having Alex check for traps? Yes. I think that sounds smart. We should be smart. Alex takes a look down the hallway, checks at the door, and is pretty confident there are no traps. Uh, does the party want to position themselves in the little hallway in front of the door? Uh, again, I know it's tempting. You, you might want... Alex more towards the middle because she does have her trap sense, which is a ten foot radius. Mm. Uh, but yes, and as as the party kind of gets in there, there's that another flash of that light in the room. That now that you're out of it, doesn't seem scary at all, really. And fortunately, there's no will of the wisps that appear after it this time. Oh, good! Thank goodness. <laughs> Oh, so that's just charge up for a for a scare flash thing that we might be able to disarm if we still had a doomsday key. I wonder if they're capable of being startled. The will the wisps? Yeah. I mean, oh. we could have Gorum roar yeah. at them. I, I should have been able to. Inti- I should have intimidated when I dropped one of them. Yeah. Right. We keep forgetting your intimidate. <sighs> it's hard to keep track of those. Your things. intimidation is intimidating. <laughs> Alright, Gorm's giving the door an open. Yep. Since Alex seemed to think it's clean. Very good. It looks like a storage room. 
Oh, my apologies. Uh, oops. Uh-oh. Uh, this, this door is protected by a doomsday lock. Oh. Oh. <laughs> are both the doors doomsday locked? Uh, there's just a single lock on this door. But we don't even have a single key. And I think these weren't, didn't look like they were well pickable. Uh, picking doomsday locks was, um, tricky. As I think there was a brief uh, uh, test of it, and Alex's thieves tools almost got bit by the skull on the lock. Mm. <laughs> and I think they had some big trap on them. That being said, as the party has observed, and I don't think I can find any reference, one can um, dimension door past them, I believe. I could, <laughs> I could break out the acidic adamantine falchion and try and cut the hinges off the door, too. That is another option, I think. Though that might set off the, the getting past the lock. I think Dimension Door is the better method. True, and they usually open fine from inside. Yeah. Well, and quite frankly, even if they don't, Dimension Door is a... Where is it here? A third level spell? I've cast one third level spell so far today. And I don't think we're going to need neutralized poison or charm monster. <laughs> so I can dimension Dora's past. Okay. I'm sure it was. It's the poison room we're about to enter. So you know, all those barrels full of poison will just erupt. Well, then I have three uses of uh, neutralized poison left, which is enough for me and Enu and Rama and whichever one of you pays most. Okay. <laughs> well, perhaps we could ignore the door since it is faded that we are not supposed to be in it. Well, if they put a doomsday door in front of it, there's they might be guarding the really good stuff down here. Mm. Think of the history behind it. Lost Thessalonian yes. culture. Mm. I think we should go. Jewel-encrusted culture. Very well. Alright, so you, you, you do um, dimension door in. In, in some form. Beam us down, Scotty. Uh, in this case, I think you're fine with no particular problems here. So yes, uh, several large, ancient-looking pottery vessels sit in this room amid a scattering of ancient coins and shining gemstones. Huh. Dibs. <laughs> Old money. Uh, I'm gonna roll a perception. Alright. Very good. Uh, Arrow is able to see with her high perception that there are exactly 4,352 silver pieces scattered over the floor. <laughs> Thanks, Rain Man. However, these are not your regular silver pieces, they are ancient Thessalonian make. And if you are able to find the proper um, collector, and with this knowledge, um, Alex volunteers that they should actually be worth one gold piece each. Nice. Uh, Might be worth taking back to the surface. Yes, we will scoop all that up. Uh, Curtis, you have the loot sheet open? 
Oh, I did not know. Oh, sorry. I, I wasn't sure you were you were, you were typing things. It doesn't have to be just... If someone wants to open up the loot sheet and make a note... I could. Just as... Okay. Heather is the one opening up the loot sheet. All right. <laughs> so you hit edit. And then you'll scroll down to this area where you'll make notes of stuff. Probably towards the bottom. Plain halberd. All right. So... Yeah, basically, that is 4,352 uh, one gold piece Thessalonian coins. Well, just, yeah. So that's like 10,000 gold pieces. Well, they're silver, but they're worth one gold piece. It's 50,000 gold pieces. <laughs> silver coins. Amid the coins, which Arrow is also able to immediately assess with her brilliant sight and key powers, are 50 minor gemstones or pieces of coral, which are each worth 100 gold pieces. Pieces, which is worth how much? 100 gold pieces. Each. Yes. Yes. 100 gold each or as a bundle? Each. Aha. Uh-huh. They're, they're impressive. And then there are five urns. Uh, looking into them, there is a slight impression that at one point they were filled with water. However, now it's possibly evaporated away if it was water. There's a foul crust within each urn after a certain line of them. Uh and then at the bottom, kind of covered in this crust, are items. Uh, a different item for each urn. I don't know why it says five urns when there's clearly six in this room, but apparently one of them is a mirage. <laughs> so, so this crusty stuff, is it like, you know, dehydrated whiskey or something we'd want to rehydrate? Or? Uh, knowledge planes. Oh yeah, I'm sure Gorham has that. Uh, Alex has it, and again, she has refreshed her her lore master. So she can either roll, or she can use her lore master if the party wants a a, a guaranteed 40 result from her. How many lore master uses per day? Two, I believe. Yeah, I'd say this is worth it. Sure. All right. Um, Drawing upon... Uh, knowledge gained back in Care Mega. She determines that the water was harvested from the River Styx, a uh, cursed stream where the souls transport and are known for uh, removing memories of those who uh, touch or drink from the waters. So, good thing it evaporated then. If it's cursed water, was that just to make? people that reached in after the items forget or is it like to foul the items they stuck in there uh it could have done either uh it could have initially been an anti-theft um however it's possible that such concentration has rubbed off on the items themselves the five or twelve thousand years they've been down here uh the crust itself will not have a harmful effect uh, Alex is able to um, 
relate to the party. Like, touching it isn't going to hurt you. Um, but it, it, it does put a bit of a light on the items themselves. If we scraped out some of the crust, could we do something with it? You know, rehydrate it and... I mean, it, it, it's kind of a special planar water. It's possible, uh, but it might take a bit of alchemical skill to properly dilute it. Shoot. <coughs> uh, for, for the record, the different items are an amulet, a set of bracers, a medallion, a ring, and a religious icon. Should we detect magic on these, or do you... I detect magic on them. I believe they... I mean, I cast the spell. I'm not arbitrarily saying that. (laughs) So, an amulet, a ring, a pair of bracers, a religious icon... Uh, medallion? Medallion. Um, they do all detect as magic. So we just have the goat wear them in case they're cursed, and he'll just vanish, and they'll fall back to the ground. Uh, actually, no. They will go with him. Oh, ouch. Eidolons get equipment. Well, so much for that dodge in case they're cursed. <laughs> I wouldn't even have thought of that if you hadn't mentioned that the water's cursed. Or was cursed, ditch water. Mm. Well, you, you guys use the lore master. So, so you get all the knowledge. <clears throat> Would trying to identify these items uh, be enough to crucify the person identifying them? Uh, typically not. If it's a powerful curse, perhaps. Uh, most of them would activate um, upon wearing, but it, some of them would activate just upon touching, which is usually required to use detect magic. Uh, Identify, I believe, lets you do it from a distance. Um, But Detect Magic needs a bit of a hands-on approach. The stone or whatever is probably the most likely to be holding. would affect something. I'm I'm guessing bracers and stuff would have to be worn. But I'm not a detecting or identifying type person. So somebody else wants to try and identify them or if we just throw them Mm -hmm. in the party pot and... So what? They they could be one sec. Yeah, no problem. I'm actually looking up how to detect magic words and identify. Uh, But you're one of our magic specialists. You should just know, right? I don't believe I have to touch it. I think you'll find under spellcraft it mentions having to hold the item to use detect magic. I want to say... Well, that's right. Spellcrest, how you identify things without it. I want to say I looked this up once. And it required some amount of handling. That sounds familiar to me, but... But we will see. We will see. Uh... Attempting to ascertain... must be able to thoroughly... Yeah. <coughs> that, yes. Which I would... And it does... It's... Well, I mean, yeah. if you can, if you can, and it does, it's it's the same for detect magic and identify. 
Wear the bracer to the <coughs> seat, seat and try and get hit to see if it's a bracer <coughs> protection, that kind of thing. So you. Yeah. Well, do either of our magic y type people feel like risking <coughs> detecting this stuff? Or? Um. I don't suppose you have a spell that could levitate it. <coughs> I do not. Of course, the one time I forget to take Mage Hand. <laughs> I even have Identify. And seven uses. Wow. <laughs> I would allow Identify to work, as there has to be some point to having that spell in this system where you can use Detect Magic. There is a, there is a use. You get a plus ten bonus on your Spellcraft check. But you don't really need that bonus, because the DCs are pretty low normally. It's true. I, I would well, allow you to. If you want to let me use identify and not touch, I will absolutely do that. Yeah, I will allow you. If that is one of your spells, I will allow you to do that. Uh, how many items? Well, you... Five of my first level spells. Well, no, you, you, I think you get multiple items for casting. You might just need to use one. Um, duration three rounds per level. Yeah, I, I could do it with just one. <laughs> it's, it's three rounds to totally solve an item. That's cool. Okay. Oh, excellent. I can detect all the things. <laughs> Very good. So I'm assuming with a plus 10, you're, you're what, like a plus 25-ish? Um, plus 23, but yes. Okay. I think that should be... We'll let you have that without having to do a whole bunch of rolls. Okay, the first uh, it, it just speeds things up a bit. You guys have an inkling. You 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 got the knowledge check here. Uh, the first, though, initially it appears as an amulet to prevent location. Uh, it is actually an amulet of uh, of inescapable location that is a cursed item giving the wearer a minus 10 penalty on all saves against divination spells. Amulet of nice. inescapable location. Location. You just put it on when you want to say, come at me, bra. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come at you, bra. Yeah. Uh, the um, religious icon is a stone of weight. Oh, nice. Dark polished stone reduces the possessor's base speed to half of normal. Once picked up, the stone cannot be disposed of by non-magical means. If it is thrown away or smashed, it reappears somewhere on the possessor's person. If a removed curse is cast on a lodestone, the item may be discarded normally and no longer haunts the individual. This is where you really need a thief so they can put pocket it on somebody. But as soon as the thief See, I've often it, wondered if you could. I've often wondered if you could use that to your advantage. Pick up the lodestone, throw it at your enemy. Oh, it's in my pocket. Pull it out of my pocket, throw it at the enemy. Oh, it's in my pocket. Pull it out of my pocket, throw it at the enemy. <laughs> Infinite sling bullet. That's what it is. Ah. It's a really crappy one, but it works. The ring appears initially to look exactly like a ring of feather falling, and indeed would function like one. However, Ooh. it also makes the wearer clumsy. 
They take <laughs> a minus four penalty to dexterity and have a 20% chance of spell failure while trying to cast any arcane spell that has somatic components. It is a ring <laughs> of clumsiness. Mm, well, I don't cast spells, but I still don't want to be extra clumsy. Uh, the medallion appears to be a medallion of thoughts, uh, except that the thoughts overheard are muffled and distorted. However, while the user thinks she is picking up the thoughts of others, all she is really hearing are figments created by the medallion itself. These illusory thoughts always seem plausible and thus can seriously mislead any who rely upon them. What's worse, unknown to her, the cursed medallion actually broadcasts her thoughts to creatures in the path of the beam, thus alerting them to her presence. Definitely don't worry that at the market. It is a medallion of thought projection. <laughs> And lastly are the bracers. Uh, these bejeweled and shining bracers initially appear to be bracers of armor plus five and actually serve as such until the wearer is attacked in anger by an enemy with a challenge rating equal or greater to than their level. At that moment and thereafter, the bracers cause a minus five penalty to AC. Uh, once their curse is activated, <laughs> bracers of defenselessness can be removed only by means of remove curse spell. Nice. So we have a faux ring of feather falling, aka clumsiness. Yeah. A well, and by we have, you mean we're not picking it up. We're leaving it here. Right. Preferably with an acme sign that says free loot to all of our enemies. <laughs> yeah. So we're leaving well, the urns alone, basically, right? Well, yeah. Couldn't we put them in a sack in case somebody tries to rob us? You know. <laughs> Okay, here, take them. They're my most valuable possessions. I didn't think I was worthy of these magical items. I I heard there's another group that might be against us, you know. Uh, it would that that would potentially work, except for the the um the stone stone of weight, as that is kind of like the shards. As once you have possession of it, it's on you. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I, I knew we should have hired a Timmy. <laughs> All right. Anything else in the room? Uh, no. Um, the, the party has probably gathered up all of the nice coins and gems and coral pieces. And it sounds like they're leaving a wide berth of the pots. How many gems did yes. we find? I didn't document that. You did. You did the 50, 100 piece. Oh. Gems and coral pieces. pieces. Okay. But yeah. Uh, Grotus is also kind of the god of cursed items. <laughs> oh. Well, Though right. I, I like the idea and the intention that probably the initial thing was that these were just trap pots. The thief yeah. puts his hand in there and I forget everything. Oh, why am I here? God of cursed items, though. That's that. I'm, I'm wondering why he doesn't have many worshippers these days, besides crazy people. Right? I think that's and mummies. Mummies love cursed items. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think that's actually. Let's see. That's one of the. Uh, there's a little chapter on him here, and I think yeah, new spell. Cursed item. Curse item. It lets them. Make items of opponents cursed. 
The, right. the gypsy curse. I curse you because you insulted me. Uh, so yes, uh, the, the the door is openable from the other side because apparently they are. And uh, yeah, <laughs> the party's taken the opportunity to pick up the coins and gems. Anything else? Who needs an apocalypse key? I've got a dimension door. <laughs> Luckily, like, the big doomsday door and stuff didn't, like, you know, rend dimensions a little weird around it and make that go elsewhere. Uh, shall we go out to the other door? I can agree to that. Yep. Let's do it. Uh, so pushing open the door? Yes. The northern door. Alright. Uh, the runes in the, um... In the room are once again glowing, but the party probably walks past them. And while Alex is investigating the other hallway and door, they flash while the party is in the room again. Because they just kind of seem to do that. Guess it doesn't have to be disarmed then. And Alex does not believe the hallway or the door are trapped. This is a regular door with no sign of a lock upon it. Open the door. All right. Watch how there there'll be usable items in here. <laughs> Several long tables sit in this room, each with a large number of embalming and surgical tools lying atop it. Oh, you called it thing. Ancient dark stains mar the surface of each table. Where's Guy Fung when you need him? Uh, you can uh, make knowledge religion checks if you wish. Still don't have it. I should take a couple ranks in that just for fun, but not with fighter skill points. <laughs> uh, based on the books I read about Osirian, uh, these look like tools that are needed to transform uh, that that powerful cleric could use to transform dead people into mummies like all the mummies we already walked and through some of them look like they're even altered so that one could use them on themselves while still being alive <laughs> Ugh. bonus that, so they must be rare then if they're uh, they're worth a lot of money if they're specialty tools like that I'd say they're worth about 500 gold pieces for the set Per tool or for the whole set? For the set. Hmm. <laughs> well, probably worth taking with us at least. Anything I else? We could here? find a curator. Um. Any of the party members that find themselves with a good alignment, something about this room makes them itch a little. This mm. whole room makes me itch. I would like to leave. Does any part of it make you itch more than others? Hmm. I'm going to scout ahead. Oh, I wanted to use you like a dowsing rod. Oh, 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 ho, 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 ho. Okay, as Arrow walks down the hallway, uh, as soon as she's ten feet down from the ruined room, all of a sudden... <laughs> uh oh 
As soon as you're about there. Okay. Uh, Is this where all the traps I've been expecting are? The walls of the entire hall suddenly ripple with magic as if they had turned to liquid. A second later, thousands of stony spike spikes lance out of both walls, attempting to impale Arrow. Displacement! Dodge! Limbo for your life, Arrow! Do I need to make a fortitude save? Uh, no, but uh, this this is why uh, you, you, you wait for, for Alex to help with the scouting. Just, just a few hundred fortitude saves, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, what is Arrow's flatfoot AC? 24, was it? Or 22? That was her touch. Her touch was... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Her touch was insanely high, but her flatfoot right. is probably not awesome. Flatfoot is 31. She's a monk. All Holy shit, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> She's right, a monk. She's a monk. She's unconscious and paralyzed. What's her AC now? That, 43? That what? Being said, it doesn't even make sense. The, the 32 will still hit, and I have to say, displacement doesn't really help when the whole hallway is shooting at you. So it's just transformed into spikes out of the walls, basically? Yes. It beat me by one point. Yes. Damn it! Now we're going to have to deep, come down and deep pincushion you. Well, they say acupuncture is good for your health. You still have naturalized poison. <laughs> mm, 23 60. points. Uh, did you, um, you didn't read... Could have been worse. <laughs> you didn't refill your key. No, I didn't. It's okay. I did it there. Um, and then... Immediately afterwards, the retract into the wall, looking once more like an inconspicuous walkway. <laughs> You've learned to detect traps. I have made an error. I am going to stay put. Arrow. No, you let me check things out first. Or at least try and look yourself. But what if staying in the corridor means they go off again and around? <laughs> The monk is embarrassed by the lack of wisdom she happened to have. Uh, did, uh... Oh, right here. Just taking a look. Uh, so is the party taking the surgical supplies? I think so. Goromul, if nobody else wants to touch them. I'm just writing them in the party loot sheet for you. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, the, the, the party hears uh, a, a, a slight sound of stabbing from the uh, other hallway. And maybe a pained grunt. And, and Alex walks, quickly runs over. And, and, and It smells like arrow's blood. Why did Alex's hit points drop so far? Did you not heal her after the... That's bizarre. I must... I must have done something that didn't save properly. There we go. Um, You should be more careful. Here, let me take care of that. 
And <sighs> she'll do... Yeah, cure critical. Did I write this out? I did. And then while she's healing her, the spikes shoot out through both of them. Oh. <laughs> uh, that'll heal 30, 34. That rolled high. Can Alex temporarily disarm the hallway, or do we need to, or is it now shot its wad, or do we need to uh, go unrubble the other corridor? Alex will take a perception across it. Uh, it's still trapped, but I think it's disarmed until it gathers the magic again. It looks like the same type of trap that uh, was attempted on the other hallway there. I could uh, try to disable it. And okay, she will. Got a lot, long enough reset for us to get across. Yeah. And she disables the heck out of it. Am I really. Do I really have that big of a bonus? <laughs> well, she is an archaeologist. Dun, 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 I guess dun. I guess I have that big of a bonus. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, Alex does a few things, and the trap is now under her control. <laughs> Alex, may we pass down the hallway? Yes, you may. <laughs> I assume the uh, tools were the only thing worthy of note in that room that made Arrow so uncomfortable. Um, from the party's investigation, that would appear so. Okay. Would uh, 107 hit points be accurate? or If you double-click on them, uh, uh, it'll, it'll show you your, your max hit points, ah. which apparently should be 97, which seems strange. I thought we hit triple digits on you. I thought we did too. Hold on. Did you did did you take con damage somewhere that we've? I don't think I did. Yeah, my uh, my hit points should be one sixteen. Huh. Weird. Weird. Hmm. Oh, I know why. It's not it's not linked to your hit points. Oh. There we go. There we go. That must have changed something. Oh, okay. There. Now you'll be able what to. What was it linked to? Oh, it was linked. It was linked to nothing, which is odd. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to do that. Select the token. There we go. All right. Uh, what would the party like to do now? Uh, get to the other side of the scary corridor. Unless we want to search that room some more now that we... Do you have an opinion, Diane? Uh, well, now that the traps are off, it seems obvious to me that we should go down this hallway. Sounds good. All right. Uh, the party can rearrange themselves down the hallway there. What is this room? Uh, this, um, when the party arranges to look into this room, uh, this large crypt contains six stone sarcophagi, each decorated with a carved image 
of a skull-shaped moon and lines of runes. To the south, a section of tunnel has partially collapsed, leaving a two-foot-tall crawlway in its place. Hmm. Uh, Alex will do a knowledge religion and tell the party nothing. Well, um, it's somewhat prestige. familiar. We we know it's the apocalypse god. Yep. Uh, sorry, what was that thing? Uh, uh, search, perceive around the room. Uh, in general, it's it's the other side of the collapsed hallway. Um, the air again. You're able to see more little half-written rune stones, um, and you're also kind of able to see that it does look unstable. Steady. If one were to attempt crawling through there, there would be a chance it would collapse entirely. Uh, should we check in the sarcophaguses, or are these closed ones? Uh, these ones are closed. And Gorham is trying to open one? Um, maybe I'll ask Alex if she'd mind that. Uh, Checking to see if they appear trapped first. Not a problem. Alex takes a look and uh, doesn't believe any of them are trapped. All right, I'll try and open the one just north of the corridor, I guess. Okay. Uh, it is uh, empty, though you can make a perception check. 40! Critical. Uh, you, you can see that there's kind of a, a history. I mean, it's, it's very old and hard to say exactly, but there does appear to have been some history of storing bodies here and then perhaps moving them or replacing them. It, it, it doesn't look like oh. a single body was stored here forever and then moved recently, but sometime long ago there was some shuffling going around. So they store them here, then they take them to the embalming room, and then down below where the mummies stayed maybe or stored them until they're hungry and should we look in the rest of the uh... don't have to deal with the mummies should we peek in the rest of the sarcophaguses to make sure they're all empty or just continue on i see no reason to waste time on it but if you if it would make you feel better we can sure no stern left unturned i'll open the rest of the sarcophagi <laughs> Alright, again, you, you find more of the same, and um, but but no actual bodies, just some, some occasional signs of decay, maybe a, a toe bone that was left behind or something like that. No face full of dust, mummy dust, that's good. No. No mummy rot for us. Yes. Uh, to the next doorway? Uh, it's not a doorway, it's a hallway. Oh, to the next hallway, guys? Yeah, I'll agree. All right, it uh, continues down before uh, opening again into kind of a slightly familiar sight of a room with sarcophagi. Oh, look, another crypt. Yay. Uh, this room is empty, save for four stone sarcophagi sitting in the room's corners. All right. Uh... Just as if Alex thinks the hallway's safe, uh, head down. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Alex, uh, 
sir. Just a moment here. Alex finds no traps on the hallway. Um, but but when you're about uh, let's see, oops. When you're about here, uh, she she does kind of uh, put put a hand on, on Gorum and is like, did did one of the shadows move? And the party can have initiative. Please select hmm. your token before rolling your initiative. The GM needs to remember to reorganize based on initiative. <laughs> I want better initiative. I... Mr. Popo, no! Mr. Popo! <laughs> the shadow? Then we're all screwed. The, the shadow shifts, and then the iconic red lips and the round eyes going, Hi! And everybody <laughs> has a Mr. Popo, no moment. At least it's not Slenderman. I don't get the whole Slenderman thing. How is that supposed to be scary? <laughs> He's supposed to be some kind of boogeyman. Modern day boogeyman. Originally, he kidnaps children and drives the uh, suffering parents insane. Oh, some theories say that he's an interdimensional being... That just interferes with stuff and controls stuff. It's it's varied. Depends on what kind of pasta you like. Anyway. Uh, could I get perception checks from the rest of the party to see who is able to properly perceive in this first round here? Uh, Perceptione. I should invest some points in this. Actually, I guess G Gorham doesn't need to because he has dark vision. <laughs> Um, I guess I uh, know dark vision is weird. <laughs> uh, arrow is good though. Uh, do you want to do one for your idol one? Okay. Uh, so arrow and Alex will be able to see them at first, but they're going to go after arrow, so everything should be fine. So arrow is able to see that emerging from the circumference... Why do you have me at 11? Is that not what you were rolled? No, you didn't. Did you forget to hit your token? I totally hit my token. That is strange. It rolled your Eidolon. Okay. My apologies. That's okay. I was just curious what happened. And for You're that matter, Arrow, what, what, what happened there? Did you, hmm, that's weird. Arrow actually rolled a low initiative. And mine actually worked. Yeah, my initiative was 13. Yeah, but then your token doesn't say that. Um, and I think Alex, it slept over from the last battle we had. But if you select yeah. your token, it should work, which is weird. Anyway, uh, okay, so unfortunately... Uh, Diane is going to somewhat miss her turn, not being able to yeah. perceive um, 
but won't be flat-footed. You're ready. I, I guess you can have your action. You, you just can't see them right now. Ready in action to shoot at whatever these guys are tense about? Okay. Fair enough. Uh, shadows. The shadows. The shadow knows. They look like shark shadows. I was just about to say that. Alright. Uh, the shadowy figures emerging from the sarcophagi move with erratic grace as if by an unseen fire. That's somewhat familiar. Have we encountered those before? Possibly. Um, they're, they're kind of standard. You usually encounter them somewhere or another. Anyway. Uh, so, I, I, I suppose... Let's see, how are these guys going to work? Um, what's the speed on these guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Alright, so when one of them uh, charges up to Gorham, uh, Diane can get her attack of op- or, um, ready to action, I suppose. 30. Alright, that will hit. Sweet. Using corporeal or, or shadows? Uh, it, it, it hits, but it kind of slightly phases through. A little bit gets taken out. But it doesn't feel like a solid hit. They are incorporeal. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're undead as well, aren't they? Yes. Do you have undead wing? No, no, I'm just thinking for my next turn I might just channel. Fair enough. We do have a undead bane longsword that we found in the loot from the previous party. Yes, you do. If there's a longsword user. It's a shame we don't have that equipped because Alex could technically use a longsword. And that would be decent enough to combat her strength penalties. <laughs> why, why hasn't Alex been, been carrying that thing? Because it's not because something... Because she has a strength penalty. Really heavy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So it does hit, but it's going to uh, reach out and touch Gorham. Bad touch. Uh, Bad like touch. Michael Jackson. On, on a scale of Michael Jackson to Catholic priest, how violated should he feel? Oh. Catholic priest. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Therapy, man. I'm Therapy. sorry, Gorham. That'll be five strength damage. Ooh. Oh. Like I said, I'm right in the small gains. Catholic priest. He's going to reach deep inside you and unlock your essence. Damage five. Ouch. I do have a super commie approves shirt. The other one is going to do a similar charge to Anan Unrama. Super commie guru shirt. 16 touch will hit. Go to your happy place, goat. Go to your happy place. Oh, sorry. 16 hits which AC? Touch. Touch? 
Uh, but Mage Armor applies. Oh, F by one. Mage Armor applies. Still? Uh, yes. Where's that coming from? So, so, so Bark, touch. Touch. Skin and Mage Armor are both on, but they're not showing up in the sheet. Okay. Because, because normally Mage Armor does not apply to touch attacks, but this is an incorporeal touch attack. So you get the plus four for Mage Armor. If Mage Armor, if Mage Armor applies, then it's a 19. Then it will miss. This is a case where Mage Armor applies. Mage Armor is the happy place. <laughs> uh, the other ones, which I guess you guys can't really see great anyway, uh, fade into the wall. Would light help us in this situation? Light? Like, yeah, the, like the spell. Uh, the party typically has light on them, which is why most of the party can see. Mm. You need like day, actual daylight or something for these. Uh, no, not not really. They're you can see them. They're a little tricky to see, but you can see them. It's the fact that they're these undead, unnatural things. Hmm. We don't like them. They're I just not. cannot wear earbuds for an extended period of time. I'm gonna try and switch back to speakers and hope it works. Okay. Uh, hopefully it works. Admittedly, sometimes, yeah, it works. But now you guys might hear feedback because it's not used to it. Oh, it's adjusting yeah. now. It's adjusting. It's good now. Uh, okay. I will say, this microphone is like super sweet. Yeah. Uh, so after they move into the wall. Uh, a shadowy hand reaches out from the wall, one at Gorum, one at Anang Unrama. So they're reaching out, but they get missed chances. Uh, 15 on Gorum. Touch. Uh, that, I think, is going to actually hit. Let me double check. Touch. E oh, no, 16. Okay. Oh, that is uh, a potential hit on Rama, though. However, there is a mischance, as they are reaching blindly from the wall. No little gadget mischance. Uh, it hits above 50. It misses. And it's good! Arrow. This is close quarters. Key flurry? Uh, if you want to do extra damage, you can do a regular flurry as well. Mm. But if you want to do the extra damage, you can spend one point of key and you'll do your damage as though doing unarmed strikes. Which, um, it, it would be effective. Yeah, just to take one point of key off. Uh, did that go through? Yeah, there we go. Oh, bad rolls though. But these things have poor AC, so this will actually work out alright. Uh, okay. So, which one are you attacking first? The one in front of Gorum or the one in front of Rama? Mm, well, Gorum's probably used to hearing my arrows whiz past him, so. <laughs> Alright, so going for the Gorum one first? Yeah. Uh, the first one will hit. I'll do incorporeal, so that's only 11 points of damage. Uh, the haste attack will hit. Uh, 28, 28, which will be 14 points. 
attack number two will hit, which will do 30, 32 for 16. Yep. Uh, attack 28, which will do 22, 25, which will be 12 points, which is enough to destroy that one. Uh, attack four then will redirect to the one in front of Rama, I imagine. Yep. Uh, 18, 19 even will hit. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have added your haste attack. You're not actually hasted right now. Mm. We'll, uh, we'll just skip your last attack then. Oh, all of them will hit, so it's not a big deal. Okay. Um, that'll do... Uh, 12, 20, yeah, so that's a 12 points of damage to that one. They're not taking a lot of damage, but with the sheer amount of arrows you're pumping into them, you're able to get rid of one and start some damage on the next. All right, Gorum. Um, I guess I will attack the one uh, in front of... So we only see two, the one right now? Yep, the others are within the walls. Until they come out of the walls, you'd have to ready an attack or something. All right, I guess I'll attack the one in front of Rama Ding Dong. Hellgoat. Just call him Hellgoat. It's easier. Okay. Oh, and we don't have the haste one, but yeah. <laughs> so remember to ignore the haste one this time. Uh, the 38 that will hit. Uh, I'll just do the 27 points, so that'll be 13. Uh, second attack, 20 will hit for um, 26, 13 points there. And the, th the haste one was a good crit. Third attack, I don't believe incorporeal can be critted. So, I think that'll just be another uh, 13 points as well. It is unfortunately still up. Uh, Alex's turn. Uh, Alex does not have a... Well, actually, she does technically have... Uh, she will pull out the magical shortbow that she's not great with. Because she might be able to do enough damage. Is her short bow like my long bow? Uh, no, it's not that magical. Oh, okay. But you need magic uh, weapons to attack incorporeals. If it's not magical, it'll just go straight through them. Won't damage them at all. Uh, so let's see if this will work. Uh, yeah, that'll do. That'll do all right. Uh, the 20 will hit for 5 points of damage, and the 18 will hit for 4, and that'll be enough to take that one out. Rama. Rama is going to reserve an action and bite the next shadow that appears. I'm going to bite it, because I'm a goop. All right. And uh, round two, Dan. We go channel. Uh, um, unfortunately, so you might want to wait because they'll inside the wall. They would not have direct line of effect. Oh, that's um, true. You may need to uh, ready for one to appear. Actually, I'm going to reserve action and channel when the second one appears. 
All right. Um, so the the first one then is attempting to reach out at Gorum, and as I believe, I know they get a whole bunch of stuff for doing this. Do they get an attack of opportunity as well? And eh, they they still get the cover and stuff from it. Uh, Sucked with how much strength damage I'm taking. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, Gorm can get an attack of opportunity as it kind of reaches out blindly towards him. Just a single? Yep. Single attack of opportunity. With, uh, uh, we might need to remember penalty if it's on there or not. But I put in the strength as a uh, uh, strength damage on the strength, so that should be automatically going in. Yeah, it should do it. I'm uh, thinking your power attack penalty is what I'm thinking of. Oh, your single attack probably doesn't account for that. Okay, yeah, we, we ignore the vital strike. Um, so the 26 will hit, uh, even even with the penalty. Uh, so 30 points, so that'll be uh, 15 points to it. It's still up, so it reaches forward to uh, group at Gorum. Potential hit needs to get above 50 it does not and the arm slinks back into the wall so kind of like Donald Trump um bastards so then Rama will get his readied action and an attack of opportunity as it reaches out of the wall because he readied so it just seems fair Oh, actually, sorry. Um, I I believe thing you still have to roll. What is it? They have cover and concealment from this situation. I think you still have to roll a mischance because you're not. They are mostly concealed. You're good. You're good. Uh, we got so Rama will hit if uh, the mischance as well there. Uh, can you roll me the two mischances, Curtis? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that hand is tricky to hit. Yep. And it, it tries its own blind attack. Potential hits. But it misses. The Battle of Whiffs. Arrow! Um, the two shadows are currently inside the wall. Mm. Oh, sorry, my apologies. The second one appeared. Diane should have got her ready channel. If you allow it, if you allow it, yeah. Oh, yeah, he said when they appear. Yeah, okay. I don't know how well it's going to work. Unfortunately, the way they're doing right now, you can only hit one of them with that at a time. But, uh, all right. So it rolls a will save to resist and fails, so it will take 23 points. There, there's, there's a sizzle along its arm as it disappears back into the wall. Cool. Uh, yes, now, now Arrow's turn. I have a feeling moving into the more open room would be more beneficial. Um, 
it really doesn't matter a whole lot for you. Mm. You have all the accuracy feats. You can ready attacks against these hands as well. Fair enough. Yes. Well, it would be guesswork, but if if I use my key, I know there's somewhere in that in the walls. So, see, this is where you you cannot use your key to attack them right now because your arrows literally cannot reach them by hitting the wall. Hmm. Fubar. You could spend three key points to ignore the mischance, but that would seem a pretty big cost. That's up to you. Um, it just but these things will have a ton of hit points. It's just going to be a little bit of an attrition battle because again they're doing the whole mischance strategy because that's kind of what they're good at. Let me drain all my strength and then I turn into a I shadow suppose and I could um, punch the wall and hope it crumbles or something. Oddly enough, Gorum would be better at that. Gorum has like class mm-hmm. features that let him tear down walls and stuff. Um, unfortunately, you're really not that trained. I, I, I am delicate human. With human knuckles. And limitations. <sighs> I mean, the, the, the party could move, um... That's my plan when it's my room. Yeah, yeah I, I think moving into the room would be better. Away from the walls? Mm-hmm. At least we would have a better chance at defending ourselves if they decide to come after us. So, Arrow is going to move towards the pillar here. Okay. Uh, So that's your move action. Do you want to ready one to attack if they pop out? Yes. Okay. Uh, Gorum. Um, I guess I will move up near Arrow and ready to attack one that comes near me. Okay. Um, Alex, likewise, will then uh, head into the room. Rama? Is is Rama flying at all? Yeah, he's going to fly, but only uh, 10 feet up. Okay. So if they appear underneath him, Gorm can still whack it. Okay. Very good. And then it'll be uh, Diane. 10, 20. Hmm. What's my movement speed again? Uno momento, or favor. 30, I think? You are not hasted up the moment, as. Um, yeah, I think you're right. We're going to go 25 then. 25. How, how far up? Or cause you're, Are you flying too? Or? Um, yeah, I'll fly 10 feet up. And a ready to action that if I see the second one appear, I get a channel. All right. Uh, okay, then. So, uh, this one kind of gropes and gropes out, um, noticing that's no one there. And, and, <laughs> and then we'll uh, um, kind of continue its movements uh, towards Scorum. But uh, let's, let's see. One appeared. So, Arrow gets an attack, and I suppose Alex, I, I, I didn't mention it, but I didn't mention her not, so she probably is ready with a bow too, I think. Um, very nice, but we can't crit undead, or we can't crit incorporeal. 
but still, that's a um, uh, 11 damage to it. Shifts. Alex uses the short bow, just the first attack. The first attack will hit for uh, five points there. Should be more than five points. Do I not have all the buffs on? <coughs> okay. Alright then. Uh, yeah, five points. Quite a bit of damage. And then it uh, moves. Um, well, it, it, it wants to, these are smart. So it moves up to Gorm. I think Gorm had a readied action too. Yes. Uh, I was going to drag my single attack thing. Now, since this was your raid action, you will get to do your vital strike on it. Ah. So that will uh, hit uh, 36, which will be 18 points of damage to it. And it's still up with enough to attack Gorum. Sorry, Gorum, I didn't ready an action with the goat. I, I think you're also too far up. Is T ten feet up would be too far? You don't have ten foot reach. I don't need to hit the floor, do I? Well, I, I assume you're ten feet off the floor. Yeah, but the shadow takes room too. Yeah, but. It's it's occupying just that five foot square. There's still a five foot distance. That's not big. right. If you that, that was my, that was my understanding. That makes more sense. I it's yeah Pathfinder. Everything's a five foot cube. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe a twenty will hit touch. Yeah. Two strength. Damage. That's better than the five I took the first time. So that was the ready action. So this is actually Arrow, Alex, Gorum, Shadows. So that was one shadow. Uh, the other one... What's the other one going to do? I guess it would kind of appear as well because it doesn't know what's going on. So Diane would get her ready action. Yay! And this would hit both of them. Yep. So the oops. the one in front of Gorum is not going to save and will fizzle up in the radiant energies. However, the other one has um, uh, increased its resolve, it seems. <laughs> so it only takes 11. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it would see that Gorum is weak, so it would probably try to go for him as well to take him down. Mm, poor weak Gorum. Twenty-five is a hit. Six points of strength. Oh! What is Gorum looking at for strength? Uh, that's. Uh, I'm down to ten points. Well, that's not. That's not too bad, actually, all things considered. It's not great for your attacks, but uh, things can be worse. Uh, Anangun Rama is going to charge. 
You're too close to charge, I'm afraid, but you can drop down five feet in full attack. I can't charge from ten feet up down? I thought that was the whole point of taking that down charge feet. He's he's only five feet away. Oh, charge has to be at least ten? Charge well, has he's, to be at least ten feet. Five feet below me and five... Well, no, you're right. Okay. He's, yeah. So I get a full attack action? Yeah. He's just too close for a charge, I'm afraid. But, uh... Well... Hmm... Your attacks count as magical? I'm almost certain they do. Give me a moment and I will look it up. You are kind of magical. The the acid would get through, but having the other stuff do damage would help take this thing down. Why is it not showing up? One moment. Mm-hmm. Just reveal the rest of that hallway while we're waiting. Let's see. That would Oh, uh, that would miss because of natural one. Uh, that would hit six, six, twelve, nine, one. If I get down to zero strength, do I die and become a shadow then? In this case, yes. Wonderful. Don't worry, buddy. We won't let that happen. Strength damage comes back easier than drain, if I remember right. And this is damage, not drain. Drain requires the expensive spells with diamond dust. Well, or what you can get back a point a day if you make, and if you miss nope. making it, you never. Oh, no, nope. okay. drain does not recover naturally. Eesh. Magic attacks. All your natural attacks are treated as magic for the purpose of overcoming damage reduction. Yep. Very good. Then, with that, you will tear this apart. Like a tin can. Very good. The party just eats the shadows. Alright. Suddenly my armor's heavy. Yeah, one sec. Um, lesser restoration. There's 1d4 points at a time. Mm-hmm. And I've got 13 points of damage. The downside is I only have one more cast, one cast of it right now, because we cast all that bark skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am nearly positive I bought a wand of it. All right. Box, wand of fireball, grappling bolt, feather token tree, crowbar, wand of cure critical, wand of gentle repose. Nope, sure didn't. So I cast my uh, single lesser restoration on him. You can use higher spell slots if you wish. Uh, another option is... Um, well, that's a good roll, at least. Uh, another option would be if you can either find the stairs to head up or, or use some transport spell, uh, you can get your uh, uh, guy your cleric companion to use some restorations. Oh, it's true. He did say he was saving some stuff for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's probably the better idea is just teleporting back to him. I hate to do this to you guys, but I'm getting a heck of a headache here. No, it's it's um, it's not bad. I was actually thinking of wrapping this up because it's getting a little late anyway, to be honest. Um, 
if you want to use uh, teleport then and we'll wrap up and uh, heal and start uh, next session next weekend sure sounds good to me all right before before we teleport out though me and the uh, Alex are gonna take notes and memorize this room so we can come back here yes well in fairness you're not far from the other room yeah that's true too but there was a trap in between just in case but uh, Alex beat the disable so much he just has control over it oh nice (laughs) cool do you want me to roll my percentiles for the teleport sure everything is good All right, so the party is, Everything is awesome. back at the tower. We'll we'll do that stuff at the start of next session then. Very good. Cool, man. Oh. So, yep. Did you get a chance to look up Big Book of Madness? I looked it up briefly. It sounds interesting in almost a way that's um well, it kind of reminds me of the whole Hogwarts battle by the description too there. Um yeah, it sounds interesting. I'd be uh Need to find a chance to try that out there. Cool. Should be co-op deck builders. <laughs> yeah, it should be in Friday though. My weekend is already kind of booked. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kind of. I, yeah, one of these days I'll get my schedule down back to a nice solid like fifty percent gaming focus or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been kind of waiting for you to schedule. Uh, I during this. I know, I know. I keep meaning to do that, and then it's like Friday, and it's like, well, I don't want to ambush people with a big game day without giving more time or something. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that that got me last weekend too. I forgot it was a long weekend. I didn't really book anything, and then I tried putting together like three different things, and two of them fell apart on me. Yeah. But I don't know. I actually played a board game solo this weekend. Ooh, I've never actually done that before. Was it Man- Mansions or what? Uh, no, Arkham, the card oh, game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, I have heard I wanted to test how a deck would work, mm-hmm. so I actually took it on solo on easy mode, and I lost horribly. <laughs> that game is so unforgiving, but I had a blast doing it. The only downside, as I kind of predicted, is I'm so used to video games where you hit the power button and you're good. And then you play for a while and click save and you're done. And just the amount of like setup and like, oh, I have to build my deck and then I have to build the enemy deck and then I have to, you know, oh, in between chapters, I have to do all this work. It felt like a lot of work for a solo experience. Like if if it were multiplayer, like you don't even notice that time because you're chatting and visiting and it's like one person's upgrading their deck and somebody else is doing the monster deck. Yep. And just as a solo experience, it just kind of like the whole thing stops and you have to rebuild your deck with the experience you gained and rebuild the villain decks for the next chapter. Felt like dead air. That's something different. I don't know. I mean, in fairness, I think I've played Sentinels solo a couple times, just mostly to try out to get a feel of the character decks, but I mainly all have something in the background too, like some YouTube or, or Netflix yeah. or something. Yeah. Like Anyway, I'll I'll stop the recording here and then we'll wrap up for the night. Cool. That would have been nasty going through all this stuff on the way to the big thing. Definitely would have had to rest up before we went through the final doors. Oh yeah. Well, even how how many mummy encounters did we avoid? Like three of them. Um. It's in fairness. I I think they they're a little scripted differently as well. 
I, I, I think. Oh. But anyway, doesn't doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just happy these encounters aren't completely, completely boring with the party having done the final boss. They're they're, they're still not a bad little challenge. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's extra X, XP get getting into the story and stuff. Yeah. After being high on cold stuff for most of the month. Well, I haven't experienced a highness, just low, was, lowness. I was going to say, did they prescribe you something with codeine? Because that's where you cold <laughs> got real. No, I but, haven't gone to a doctor yet. But. No, we, we haven't done a doctor appointment quite yet. Um... I mean, I, I don't know where exactly to call it, because she's kind of getting better. It's not getting worse. I'm in a gray area. But if it's been on for this many weeks, guys, I would see a doctor just in, to rule out infection, right? It's a possibility. I'm, I'm keeping it in the back of my mind. Yeah, it's like I went in and they listened to my lungs and decided it was just still cold stuff, and then... Four days later, I went back, and they're like, okay, you're wheezing in and out. Um, so they gave me antibiotics, prednisone, an inhaler.